Okay, kids, let's go. Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking? Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Welcome, everybody. My name is Mopar. I'm Commander Cody. Today, we're going to teach you how to be. 1,000% grade A douchebag <laughs> in three easy steps. What's For step only one? A, a monthly subscription of 40 Dateris. We got to give step one and then they have to sign up for the monthly. Give them one step for free and then you got to loop them the in. first step is holding up pent up rage for your mother because she kicked you out of her basement. Step two and three... <laughs> or how you apply that rage and how you hate the the fandom that you've always loved. <laughs> how to slaughter younglings. How a, to, a nine-step process. How to have nine-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you get them? All right, that's enough. Uh, I also am launching a book. Yeah. To cut in half or not to cut in half. <laughs> Mopar is the new Tony Robbins. Yeah, well, good day, galaxy. Unleash the Sith Lord within. Uh, sometimes you have to. Every once in a while. Every once in a while, you just got to go, hey! And they put everything in its place. <laughs> when, uh-huh. you're on the, when the galaxy's on the verge of collapse, every once in a while, you have to kill children. You just got to gotta pull the, uh, the Papa Mopar and just scream, hey! <laughs> Everybody, everything stops in time. And yeah. your, your fear level goes to a thousand, and then you stop doing what you're doing. <laughs> fear plus five thousand. Fuck it. Uh, yeah, today we're going to be discussing heavy Mando stuff in preparation for season two launching. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, by the time you're listening to this, it probably has launched. Um, but uh, still, regardless, obviously we're not going to be able to binge all um, of the episodes all at once. So Correct. they'll probably sprinkle it down, and there's a, a whole TV watching guide that you have to follow. If you're listening um, to this, very likely Mando launches tomorrow. Cool, cool. And if you're watching this, or later Mando tonight. launches in two days. Yeah. Or it launched last week. Or what if we, it's 2023 and you're listening through the back catalog? Mando's been done already. You it's, already know all the secrets. <laughs> New Rogue Squad Pod, <laughs> absolute shit. I'm listening to the Mando episode again for the fourth time this week. Uh, yeah, so I, I I did some research. I have a lot of uh, tabs open on my web browser. Okay. Which means we are going to get deep here. Lots of web zones open. Lots of web zones Did you open. submit your research for peer review? No, no. Everything's misspelled. I haven't I haven't done officials. So, so, so we'll see what happens here. Uh, sorry, I'm pausing here. I'll bring up the chat while... I haven't done officials. Nah, Brennan. Brennan's up in the chat. Brennan's here. Tuning in right at the top of the hour. As always. He asks, how much you want to bet Boba is revealed at the end of episode one like the baby child was in season one, episode one. That would be good timing. I uh, There is something to say that you can launch something right up front like the baby Yoda reveal. 
and then kind of walk through, uh, you know, descriptions, story building around that reveal. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, more details. I like that. Instead of dragging us through a bunch of shit and then giving us the reveal, I like the real reveal up front. So, no, it would be nice if they kind of hit the ground running like they did uh, season one. Yeah. Well, I think you got multiple reveals, you know. One of yeah. them, one of them is Baby Yoda, and that can unfold over the course of the season. But there's other reveals that they're gonna they're gonna hold on to. Speaking of Boba, I mean, are we thinking like one episode cameo, or are we thinking that he's gonna be like a an ongoing character throughout the season? So, is this where the I, I just want to give people. In? I just want to give people up front potential spoilers. We really don't know what we're talking about. I'm just basing this off of uh, information that's already online. Um, but I am looking at the IMDb for Mandalorian. Um, first off, they're claiming 17 episodes total. So that would, the first season was eight episodes. So we're, we're suggesting that the second season's nine. Sounds like IMDb is suggesting that. That's what I, yeah, I unconfirmed, but that's what I'm looking at. It says behind this conspiracy. I must know. Yeah. It says Pedro Pascal, uh, as the Mandalorian for 17 episodes. So. That leads me to believe that we're going to get nine episodes this season, which is cool. We get one extra episode. Make it 19 um, while we're at it. Let's go. Uh, so we'll, we're, I'm going to dive right in. I just want to give you guys a little hint. Uh, so we're going to be doing a lot of Mando coverage, characters, our favorite characters, um, talking deeply into um, deeply kind of into Baby the Yoda, uh, the current cast list. Um, and then I do want to kind of, at the end, we can discuss Cassie and Andor series, where they're at with that, and uh, the kind of small little storylines that I've come across. Uh, they on the just Cassie started, Andor. didn't they? Um, supposedly, into Cassie and Andor stuff started uh, like March, April, uh, but obviously that stuff was put on hold. So, um, but Bonkers. yeah, we'll, we'll jump into that. But like cool. I said, we'll get we'll get back to here. I'm on the the full cast and crew on IMDb for the Mando. Um, one thing that I did notice, series writing credits, John Favreau, 17 episodes, George Lucas, 17 episodes. Well, they're really going hard on that 17 episodes. Well, yeah, that's, that's kind of, you know, if I saw it just on Pedro Pascal's thing, I would have been like, oh, you you don't know what that means. But, uh, yeah, 17 episodes. So I was kind of, I thought that was cool. (laughs) George Lucas has been full balls deep. In writing, in helping write at least. Oh no, I don't. I think they he just has a default writing credit on all of it. Is that what they're doing? I think so. Because he's he because he created the universe, so like I think he gets a like a de facto like writing credit on everything. Yeah, I mean, do they did they do that stuff? I mean, I guess they did with Stan Lee and, and basically all the Marvel stuff but based on characters created by Stan Lee or whatever. Uh, yeah. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. That, that kind of shit. I guess the thing I don't get is why would you put it specifically for 17 episodes from 2019 to 2020? Like, yeah, I, that makes me feel like he is more involved than just creating the universe 30 years ago. Um, I mean, I would like to think so. I would like to say that and speculate wildly, but I think just because he's the uh, he's the OG, I think he just gets a default credit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let me look up George Lucas's profile. All right, so here here might be a, a, a small spoiler because you asked about the Boba Fett reveal. I did ask. So on IMDb, I'm going to oh. keep saying that just as a reference. Tamir Morrison as Boba Fett, one episode. Okay. 
So he is only, uh, as they're suggesting, might be a part of only one episode. Hopefully it's the last episode and he's murdering somebody. Okay. No? That might be to hide the actual plan. Like, it doesn't matter for them to give away that it's nine episodes, season two. But Boba Fett, they might just be saying, like, Boba and Ahsoka Tano, like, they're, ca- they're accredited for one episode until that a- actual episode comes out. Yeah. Because they probably don't want you to n- think, like, that he's in the whole season or whatever up front. So, the Maybe. fact that they even have the credit fucking on IMDb is crazy. Well, the weird thing is, I'm kind of running through this quickly, but I don't see Ahsoka on here at all. Interesting. There is no credit for uh, What's-Her-Face. I thought we looked that up when we did see it. Clerks 2. <laughs> Clerks 2 and Star Wars. Uh, side note, Lucas, I'm looking at his uh, profile on IMDb, and he is on every Star Wars thing ever created. It says, I mean, I- based on characters created by... Yeah, I mean, so, I don't blame it, but the, yeah. the details kind of led me to believe something else, obviously. So. Yeah, no, but he's in, he's credited here for like Rebels and Resistance and Clone Wars and all the other Star Wars movies and Mando and everything. The Mandalorian. Um, oh, okay. Well, this might uh, lead you to believe something else here. So Sasha Banks... Who uh, we are assuming is Sabine. Okay. Who we're going to be coming across at some point in this. Okay. uh, Is credited for eight episodes. So we're dipping our our toes into some potential. I mean, not not huge spoilers, but, you know. Yeah. I don't know what to believe after that. Yeah, this is suggesting that, you know, Sabine might be a part of most of this season, which would be cool. Um. You know, jumping from cartoon to live action, not, they haven't really done that. Mm-hmm. Outside of Grievous, we we saw that. Yeah. Um, I mean, who else? We're going to see that with Ahsoka and now potentially Sabine. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the other Mandalorians from uh, Clone Wars and Rebels as well. Mm-hmm. Bo-Katan and all those other mofos. Can't remember all the names. There's too many of them. It's too many. But yeah, There's I imagine too many of them. There. What are we going to do? Master's Club Well You're looking pretty dank right now What are we going to do? You got a lot of blood <laughs> And it needs to and be I need spilled it. The Emperor <laughs> needs it The Emperor <laughs> yeah. needs it I need to be cleansed I need to be cleansed of this wickedness <laughs> Gotta save my wife Slash slash I need to cut at least two of you To fulfill the needs <laughs> I'm gonna double down Double my efforts Yeah what is, What's going on in his head? Did Sheev give him a quota of Jedi younglings to kill before he uh, <laughs> opens up the book with all the real Sith knowledge? Well, if he, if you're going based off of the uh, the command that he gives for the Separatists, wipe them out was the uh, quote, I believe. So all of them. <laughs> Just if I hear about any of them, so, you know, we're going to be having a discussion later. I'm taking your your lessons back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I refuse. Yeah. So. Well, I I made a lot of sounds there, but I'm going through here. So I got the grief and Cara Dune and Moff Gideon, and they're they're making suggestions for how many episodes they're involved in, um, which is hard to like on the surface think about because I don't think you know 
Gina Carano's character Cara Dune wasn't in all the the first season episodes. So how many of those were she was she involved in? Right. And what does eleven episodes of credit mean now? Does she, is she only in you know three or four episodes this time? I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, it just you know I came across this and I, I, the the Boba Fett thing was why I really kept this open. I was like only one. You know, and it could be the smallest little thing where he's walking around in the goddamn background and someone just says, <laughs> Boba Fett, and then that's it. I mean, if I had to guess, he would be a cameo, and so will Ahsoka, and they will not be like a pillar of the story in season two. I was assuming that he was going to show up for one episode. So they do have um, Bo-Katan on here, mm-hmm. played by Katie Sackoff. I don't yeah, know and that's Katie the Sackoff voice actor is. that did her in the... Uh, in the cartoons, okay. in the animated, yeah, that's one of the slew of people that they revealed for. You know, they two. could always do a goddamn hologram transmission coming in. It could be just the voice of someone. It, it yeah, who fucking knows? Who Not fucking me. Knows? I don't know. I wasn't there. I didn't produce it. Um, I bet what's going to happen is that if Boba Fett, so if Boba Fett's back and he's going to be a bad guy, hey everybody's back. Hey everybody's back. And we're not assuming that, uh, you know, Filoni's going to write Boba Fett as if he, like, you know, regrets his life and now he's a good guy. If he's a bad guy, I bet he will be an antagonist to try to tell the Mando, oh, don't go bother with the Jedi. They killed my dad. You don't want to give this thing up to them. They're all evil. And then you have all the other Mandalorians who know and trust Ahsoka, and they're going to be on his side trying to say, yeah, you know, you need to deliver this little green creature over to this cult of monks who murder people. So they they do say deliver him to his people. Now his you're assuming you're assuming it's Jedi because I know that they specified a little bit that like about the history of the Jedi. Yeah, ancient um, sorcerer warriors. Yeah, but you know, I always kind of left a little um, link to perhaps there are more Yodas. Maybe there is the full species. Oh, like and that, his actual that is species. The, yeah, that is this kind that they're trying to connect with. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Possibly. So, and then Brennan uh, also mentions that uh, if uh, Sasha Banks is in fact Sabine, because she, I, uh, we saw her kind of a glimpse in a robe, um, and I assume that was her in the commercial. Yeah, uh, she looked quite a bit more Jedi-like, uh, but you never know if you're just trying to hide from people, you just throw on a fucking robe. And <laughs> I was then- gonna say, technically, anyone that has a giant robe on looks like a Jedi, mm-hmm. from a certain point of view. Yeah, yeah. So, and of course, everybody's assuming because she rocks like purple and blue hair. So when you see, see Sabine, when you, you be seeing that Sabine, yeah, when you Sabine it, um, yeah, yeah. I I did a little more digging on Sabine because I haven't gotten all the way through Rebels. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. I'm a terrible. I'm a terrible. <laughs> but they did. Uh, She's kinda, a graffiti artist, man. I think it was Star Wars Explained. Um, was kind of discussing about her artistic background and how she might be the official. She might become the official canon creator of the uh, rebellion logo because she does these little interesting logos, and it's like supposed to be like a type of bird with its yeah. with its wings out. Yeah, it's like a phoenix, I think. Right? Yeah, it's like a phoenix. Um, and they're they're saying that they're the rebellion might adopt that and then just tweak it and make it their logo. The rebellion um, or the new republic. Or the New Rebellion. The New Rebellion <laughs> click. New Republic I don't know, logo. I don't know. I'm going to see, because I think I was trying to look at the New Republic logo. I thought I had something like slightly different. Let's look it up. 
Oh, it's got like a... Well, there is a phoenix involved somewhere. New Republic Remnant looks like a phoenix logo. I don't know. Someone that knows New Canon needs to tell us what's going on here. The New Republic. Oh, I see it. I see the one with the feathers. Yeah, this one looks like phoenixy, but this I think this is the main New Republic logo, and it's just got like some sunrise bullshit. It's actually kind of looks like a Kylo's look lightsaber. Good. It kind of looks like somebody went into MS Paint and added these little <laughs> sun daggers to it. I don't know how that's official at all. <laughs> Click yellow paint can. Click <laughs> fill. Okay, we got it. That's basically all they did. Um, yeah, that's fun. You know, it's it, it's it's interesting. It's how, it's how they they connect every fucking thing in the Star Wars universe. What with icons? No, nah, it's just you know they they put they make a logo thirty years ago and then you know it becomes something else and now it was created by this person who we've been talking oh, like it's yeah, yeah you know it just keeps rolling on and on which is you know that's that's the pull of, of Star Wars. I mean, Sabine is an artist, so it makes yeah. sense that she's putting illegal graffiti on all the Empire's things. You know. <laughs> Lock her up. 100% agree. But at the same time, it's like, <laughs> does every goddamn thing have to connect to the 100 characters that we've seen in the Star Wars universe? Like, there can so. be a random-ass person that just makes nope. stuff. Or no. is a big fan of Sabine's art and had made it based off of her. So, I don't know. <clears throat> Uh-oh. Someone's just copycatting her. Yeah, it's possible. I can see it. I can picture that. Screenshotted her thing, threw it on something else. Exactly. Like people stealing me- our memes all the time. God damn. I'm mm. supposed to do that. She didn't watermark the New Republic logo, is what you're saying. And then Leia just stole it. She's like, slapping that shit on everything. I'm slapping. How many stickers can we <laughs> order? That's that's my only question. Yes, I need a New Republic coaster. Coaster. Please. <laughs> Mugs, please. Han is spilling his beer all over the kitchen table. Yep, yep, yep. Anyways. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Are you, uh, I know you're excited, but are you uh, overly overjoyed? Overjoyed by the trailer and the first look video that we've seen? No. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I feel like the ones for all the movies are like, and obviously that movie is different than the series right off the bat. But I feel like for all the Star Wars films, they were trying to like whack you over the head with fan service awesome shit. They're like, look at this. Come see this movie. And for the Mando, I feel like it's a little more sub, uh, subdued. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. You know. It's like everyone's bought in. Everyone liked Mando and they're all seeing season two. So let's just set the stage and do a little tease. Yeah. The, and maybe it's not so big because they didn't want to give anything away. I don't know. Star Wars has always done that so well where they give us a lot, but we still have no fucking clue what's going on. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, if they are doing a couple big uh, drops, you know, throughout the season, especially right. if they do it right off the bat, obviously you're going to be extremely limited on what you can show on screen. Uh, you know, just, to, I mean, throw it out there. Let's let's say they do drop Ahsoka in, in the goddamn first episode. I'm sure if she groups up with the Mandalorian, She's going to be there for five, six episodes. So, you know, you're very limited yeah. on, uh, on on what you can actually show. No, I, uh, I'm i okay with it. You know, again, it didn't it didn't um, do it. It didn't, didn't exasperate it. you. Yeah, it was like, yeah, I mean, I know where we left off. You don't have to, you know, just. I mean, they basically 
everything they gave away was just in uh, announcing the cast listings. Like the only information we have about season two is like, oh, he's going to find Jedi. And then here's these 37,000 people that were cast for season two. So it makes sense with all that shit that came out that they're trying to, you know, keep things under wraps for the trailer. Yeah. The the nice thing that they did do in the in the trailers or the teasers uh, was showing off the landscapes and the different yes. worlds that were going to be, you know, we obviously we saw, we saw there's at least suggesting Tatooine, uh, a snow planet that a lot of people are suggesting that's Il- Ilium. Um, Ilium, yeah, Ilium. yeah, yeah. Uh, I have heard uh, another suggestion about that snow planet that it could potentially be Sabine's home planet. Interesting. Um, which is also a, a snow planet. So they were suggesting that in his search, he was looking for more Mandalorians and finding the the Jedi. So he said if he finds the Mandalorians, the Jedi might not be too far away, which, you know, that suggests Sabine and Ahsoka are very close. Yeah. Especially at the end of— out together. Uh, supposedly at the end of Rebels, uh, both of them are are with each other. So yeah, it could be yeah, hmm. one two birds um, stoned at once. It, two birds getting stoned. It is too obvious that it's Ilum, but I love it. It needs to be Ilum. Yeah, the home of the Jedi crystals, which eventually becomes Star Killer Base. They really dance oh, over yeah. that in uh, in episode seven, like. Another death ball. Great. Even if I'm a huge Star Wars fan, it's like, right. even if I absolutely love episode seven, you're like, again, right. with the, uh, again with the sphere, like, what the fuck? But then if you gave us any inkling that it right. was the Jedi goddamn crystal planet that yeah. was sacred to them, so it's a big fucking middle finger to the Force users. Missed then, opportunities. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They're using your goddamn ancient crystals for just... Murder. They're blowing everybody up. But instead, we just, we get a, a nice Nazi, uh, uh, what you, what you call Nazi speech. From, Rally cry. Yeah. God, I haven't, I do have to watch that again. You know, I it's can't good. get past, uh, uh, Kylo's curls. Um, <laughs> Kylo's curls. But, I met somebody uh, yeah. recently that we're, we were just talking about Star Wars and he just casually asked me, like, what's my favorite? And we haven't done our rankings in a while, and I've only watched a few Star Wars in the past few months, so I really had to think about it for the first time in a while about what my favorite movie is right now. What did I, you suggest at that time? I said, I can't decide between one and five and seven. <laughs> so I'm going to say all three of those. I know that's the, like you know 20% of the entire franchise, I'm going to say, is my favorite, but that's what I have to do right now. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I, I put on episode seven. Um Kind of just as a refresher. I know people f- felt like I've been shitting on the sequels. Um, they do feel a little distant. Well, what happens is we, we go, that's all we've known for the past five years. Well, since this basically the beginning of this podcast, we're ramping up for the, the re release or the relaunch of, of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And that's what we li- we've lived through. So we, I've seen seven, eight, nine, and Rogue One and Solo so many times. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I've been going back and looking at the prequels and appreciating them more uh unfortunately and fortunately <laughs> but uh you know it i hate is... appreciating these good movies uh, damn it darn i don't know yeah it's i needed to put on episode seven and, and kind of refresh my mind of um it is pretty high on my list yeah you know i think real good honestly if i had to name them off in the sequel trilogies it would probably be seven eight the nine 
in, in my in my favorite. Really? Interesting. I thought you had Last Jedi last. LOL. Mm. I mean, it changes. I don't... It, yeah, I mean... It, it, they're both good. Yeah, it, it, again, 8 and 9, there are so many great climaxes in that in those but there are some like mm, really what i think you just described star wars oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh i think i've come to terms with you know you go through seasons uh and i think i'm in a prequel season right now so i'm just gonna keep fucking with that yeah yeah i oh by the way Mm. Uh, after getting through episode one audiobook, um, and if you guys are interested in hearing about my thoughts about that, listen to the last two episodes. Um, but they di- uh, Audible did give me an email saying, hey, if you're unhappy with this book, you can return it and get something else. <laughs> well, let me tell you something, Audible. Did you write like a 30-page review? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I was wondering. Like, I've never seen it before, and of course, you suggested that you could do that, return a book within yeah. a week. and Within a year. Within a year, yeah, you swap never, it out of your library and you get it. You get a credit back. See, they made this sound like it was like damage control. Like, hey, we saw you. <laughs> you you un- uninstalled that pretty fucking quickly. We watched your podcast. You talk shit about this <laughs> audiobook. <laughs> can you? Can I give you a credit, sir, please? But that's what it felt like. So I I, I traded that in and uh, I skipped episode two. I'm, <sighs> I feel bad, but I'm not. I feel like if there's one uh, <laughs> episode where. The book has potential to be better than the movie. It's that one. Mm. I went with episode three. Interesting. All right. Well, and you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to go get episode two on Audible. Yeah, do it. I'm going to. Do it. No, I think eventually I'll get there. I just, episode one felt like a trudge through story because I already know the story and the, the it just didn't add enough. And then I looked at the reviews of episode three and they're like, if you're a serious Star Wars fan, you need this in your life today. Because it's just like they 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 basically said they add everything you need in the, in the, in the book or in the audio book. So I'm excited to get this to episode three. Okay. Like I said, we're going to be touching only on Mando today. So yeah, we're only talking about prequels here and now, forever, forth forthwith. Did you uh, did you notice? I, so I rewatched the first episode of Mando. Did you notice? <laughs> That was a pretty rough one. <laughs> that, was, that was hurtful. <laughs> um, did you notice uh, at the very beginning they show, well, a couple of the same aliens, uh, Salacious Crumb, all caged up. They're panning through. Oh, I yeah. F- yep. I forget what, what planet. I, Avar- Avaro? Avaro? Navarro. Um, Navarro. But they do show yeah. like it's Salacious Crumb species, uh, a couple of them caged up. Which like is symbolic, man. It's we're well, one beyond. of them's getting one of them's getting toasted. Yeah, it's it's like it's very symbolic. They're beyond the hut control. They're beyond episode six. Like they, they no longer have the power. It's they're also like, very hungry. They're also they're well. They're running wild now that the Jabba's aren't eating them up. You know? <laughs> this guy used to be second in command to Jabba, but now he's dinner. Now leftovers. Uh, yeah, I thought that was nice. That's it, it, just small stuff. You go back through and you're not paying attention to the storyline anymore. You can kind of really pick up on, on a lot of the cues they leave. All the Easter eggs. Do you ever watch Easter egg videos? Uh, like from Star Wars Explained or whatever, Mr. Sunday. They're like 30,000 things you missed in the background scene of The Mandalorian. Yeah, I need to do that more often. Uh, yeah, I, I every once in a while I do, but I haven't for The Mando. Oh, well, now's the time. 
Um, what? Who are your favorite characters? Maybe top three in, in the uh, Mando. Yeah, in, in the first season. Well, the Mandalorian is probably my favorite character from the Mandalorian. Really? No, I was trying to be snarky. <laughs> I also well, forget. I'm blanking on his actual name completely. Well, you know what's funny is I was too. So I'll give, I'll give you. I'll give you my my. Oh, Din Jaren. Din Jaren. Okay, I got I'll it. give you my top three. Uh, I was like blanking on the names, and then I looked them up. I'm like, oh, that's because he doesn't have a fucking name, right? So uh, Kuil uh, was one of my tops. I loved uh, kind of the old mentor, um, but to be honest, the fact that he died makes it even better. Like it's, yeah, it's it kind of solidifies his his role. Like he was there to help. He taught Din Jaren to you know be better than a. a Pesty bitch. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Pesty. <laughs> Pesto, um, what are you going for? But uh, Kuil, yeah, I, I just liked the the idea of Kuil. And of course, he has that the catch catchphrase, I've spoken. Uh, nice yep. nice little thing. And it, he's right up front. It's right the at first episode. It's cool. Um, I also like... I like the... God, he's... What is it? it I guess it's... Animatronic? IG-11? No, no. I'm talking about Kuil. Like, they put oh. a person in a suit, I guess. Uh, Good question. I don't know. Some along those lines. He was real, though. He wasn't... It was a CGI. costume of some sort. Yeah. It was like uh, probably like the Nemoidians. It's like a dude in a... Yeah. In, a, in an outfit. Yeah, exactly. You know, I was, I was thinking, you know... Uh, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah, you know. You know. You from Chicago? Oh, could be. I could be. <laughs> it could be. Where's my birth certificate? I don't <laughs> Where know. am I from? Um, <laughs> I, you know, in my mind, I was thinking Kuil. Yeah, the little short guy. Yeah. And then you see him, and he's actually taller than Din Djarin. Isn't that fucked? What? Yeah. You're how, how high are you? How many how many edibles did you take? <laughs> Slight buzz, but why? What's going on? <laughs> no, I I swear because when they're sitting in his little hut thing, when uh, when he's hold, like, hold. you gotta ride, you gotta ride the the dirt tick on the way into the compound, and then on he's the way standing back there. Too. I'm like, dude, Quill's a lot taller than I remember. I thought he was like a little a little short guy. Wait a second, he is a short guy. Ugnots are short. Oh, yeah, I guess. Like here, they're all three together. You can see he's got like a foot and a half or two feet. Yeah, I guess maybe I'm, he was just taller than I, I remembered. I pictured like an actual like really an short dude. And he's like, he's not that short. Like, I guess it does kind of look like they're next to each other, but he's probably like behind him. Or he's yeah. standing on something. He's standing on no, the bodies no, no, of his no, no. enemies. He's sitting down there. He's sitting down there. Yeah, He's well, laying well, on the ground there, actually. Oh, well, he's shorter than IG-11. We see that. Jesus. Here you go. Oh, there you go. There's a good picture. Yeah. Okay. All right. I see what you mean. He's up to like his shoulder. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry. I, I did. I did say he was taller. I just meant like he I, he was taller than I thought. Okay. Um, I'll take it. And you can see actually in that picture where you where you have the Mando's like a few inches above, like standing above him. Yeah. So you take him down. Yeah. He's probably mouth, mouth level. Yeah. He's taller than I thought. That's all I'm saying. He's about as tall as my wife. I guess we'll say that. Way taller. Oh shit! Way taller. Well, now I want this pop as well. Also, I like his buck teeth here. He's like, Wah. all right. Anyways. Yeah, I thought that like just the character, the the actual design of the of Kuil is, is cool. It's Kuil. I I do like Kuil. He might be one that I'll say. I know I'm definitely gonna say as far as faves, uh, the armor. 
Yes, that's that was number two. That was the one that I was like, what was her name? Oh, I see. The armor. <laughs> Jetpack Mando. None of them have names yet. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of cool. It's kind of very classic feeling. Like, don't worry about them. It, he is the armor. Or she is the armor. Uh, no, it, it, the armor is a great character because it's like that narrator, but as a character. Right. It's really cool. It's a, it's a really nice, and it fits very well in, in a series like this. Yeah. So he, he whenever whenever it's almost like that scene where, well, that the idea of like every time he goes to see the armorer, some knowledge is going to be dropped, and yep. he's gonna he's gonna level up as a character. He's gonna get a, he's gonna get more armor. He's gonna learn something. It's this like the getting way. it's like getting back to town after a side quest yeah. in an RPG. You gotta swap your gear, get some new shit, and then you learn about uh, the rumors around town. Get some new side quests. Yep. Yep. There's been a bear attacking these, this town. You better go kill it. Okay, okay. I got you. I got you. Y'all all frequent to deal with these bandits. Yeah. <laughs> no, I... Uh, so, yeah. So, top three. Kuil, the armor. <laughs> if you turn a Yarl into Arnold. <laughs> Yarl. Arnold Alfric. Yarl. <laughs> bandits. <laughs> um, so, I Luke have... Is not safe. Yarl. All right. That's got to end. That's got to end. <laughs> um... Kuil, the armor, and my final one was the client. Ooh, interesting. I loved the client, which is weird. Great Obviously, performance. Yeah. He was so believable and so, so ex imperial. Like, wouldn't you agree? Like, all, all the, like, even how he talked, it was so unique. Yeah. And we still don't even know wh- who he was, what he was actually trying to do, but he played such a cool right. role. Uh, pivotal role. It was yeah. I like I did. I liked it, guys. I liked it. I was a big fan. I wouldn't say favorite. I mean, he only ha- he's only in there for like twenty minutes. Total. I just think every every time he showed up, I was listening and paying hardcore attention because some shit. There was always high tension. Yeah. Um. You know when when we first see him uh, in the first episode with the Baskar steel. He says stuff like, you know, the Baskar should be put in the hands of the back in the hands of the Mandalorians. But obviously, he's saying that just to incentivize it. He doesn't really give a flying fuck. He just wants right. the blood of this baby Yoda. Yeah, um, he's like, he, look how uh, generous I am. Yeah. Oh yeah. He and he's pushing the buttons. He's he's playing his cards. Um, and then I do like the fact that he uh, puts a bounty out there for the baby. Um, but he also says, uh, if you bring him in cold. We all will accept that for a lower fee. And that's when the, the scientist speaks up. He's like, Duh, we didn't agree upon Excuse that. I was like, he's like, I'm a realist. Bounty hunting is a fucking crazy profession. Don't you agree? <laughs> I was like, yes, I do. I think you should be cast in season three. That was a good impression. <laughs> Would you agree? I'm calling John Favreau and telling him, hey, you got to meet this guy. Hey, Favs, check him hey, out. Hey, Favs, you got to meet this guy from Ohio. <laughs> be perfect Talk, for your show. He's from Chicago, Ohio. You don't know, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, so who's your third? I think I'm going to say the Mando. Kuil, Mando, and... Well, I guess I technically said the Mando first. I was joking, but now thinking about it, I'm going to commit. Mando, Kuil, and the armor. Mm-hmm. 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 So, Baby Yoda's awesome, and he's adorable. But I don't know if I would say he has that uh, character... Character... What's the word I'm trying to say? And he, he hasn't been built enough. He's almost like a little he's almost like a like a dog that's like tagging along with the Mandalorian 
at the moment. I know he's done some cool Who? shit. Like Baby Yoda. Oh, God damn. What? <laughs> I was like, like he can't fuck? talk. Like, we yeah. don't know anything about him. So, like, as far as interest goes as a character, I can't really say him yet. I mean, he's cute and he's done some some cool shit, but he's almost like he's just tagging along. Like, he's a, he's a, like an NPC. He's an object at this point. Yeah. He's, he is the quest. Protect this object. Right. Um, no, so. I, I think uh, that's a good point. I, I don't know why I just, I like the Mandalorian, but I think there are more interesting people out there as of right now. Of course, yeah. we've we've seen small little snippets of him in his background, and we know that he's not pure Mandalorian or what or and or was born on Mandalore. Uh, yeah. So it could get very interesting very quick because there were some some suggestions that his parents were of uh, some importance. So we'll see. Interesting. We'll see. Yeah, I guess we don't know too much about them yet. Yeah, it's again like, do we seriously have to talk about people's parents? Like, let's just—he's a Mandalorian. <laughs> we saw fourteen flashbacks of them getting shredded by the battle droids. That's plenty. So they'll probably be in some comic or something at some point. Yeah, the, uh, uh, yeah. Brendan was asking uh, just about Moff Gideon. Mm-hmm. Who again? I don't know if we like. He's intriguing to me, but I don't know if we have enough there to really say. I like him as a character a lot. Obviously, yeah. he's higher up in the ranks and might be involved with some more e- actually evil people. I feel like the client is pulling strings and doing what he can because there's a power struggle. But I do feel like Mo- Moff Gideon might be involved in more serious things. Perhaps, you know, pulling the strings to help the return of Palpatine. Um, you know, and that's that's obviously a, a huge suggestion in in trying to bring Palpatine back. Maybe they need this baby's blood because there's not too many force users out there anymore. Interesting. I never even thought of that. Yeah. 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 This, uh, this is going to be connecting a lot of stuff, you know, Hold everything. Up. Let's, let's talk about that a little bit more. Yeah. Did you stumble across that or did you just pull it out of your dangus? No, I, right out the poop shoot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, I made that connection maybe last week. I was like, Obviously, they need they want the baby, just simply because he's a force user. But you know, I did see another suggestion. I think it was on the Nerdist. Uh, Boo. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, they were suggesting that he was very high in midichlorians. Oh, actually, they were suggesting that one of the highest ever. And I was like, I don't know where you came across that information. I didn't hear anything about midichlorians in the show. Yeah. So I don't know uh, how legit it is. But, you know, with that being said, there are some fucking midichlorians of some sort. So, you know, with all the Force users being dead and or at this point myths, you know, the only person that was around is probably about 10 years ago. And that was Luke Skywalker. And he's been missing. Right. Um, you know, Ahsoka's in hiding. All, all the rest of them that are, are Cal. Well, we don't know if if Luke is missing yet. True. No, true. But, you know, even if he's not, Missing, he's probably not saying, Hey, look at me, I'm, I'm starting hey, everybody. School. Sign ups, we're, we're taking sign ups now. Applications, <laughs> put them in for the Jedi Order. We're coming back stronger than ever, guys. Stronger than ever. Um, yeah, so I, I assume, like, let's just let's just break this down. The Empire's gone, yeah. the remnant it's just the remnants of the Empire. They're trying to pick up the pieces, even if there was a um, whatchamacallit plan from Palpy. A contingency plan 
about him coming back as a as some oh, sort there of definitely was. Well, yeah, I'm just I'm saying if uh, assuming there was and there is, there's still got to be a lot of strings pulled to make that happen, especially if it's not 100% set up at the time of Palpy's death. Right. Like maybe they were still, you know, had to plug in the pieces of how they were doing that. Um, and with the Clone Wars, obviously we can clone a bunch of bounty hunters, but, you <clears throat> right. know, obviously cloning for sensitives is a whole nother issue. Yeah. Um, so maybe, yeah, maybe Baby Yoda could be the puzzle piece that they need to help bring back Palpy. Yeah, uh, for the sequels trilogy. Well, yeah, I mean, like I would imagine that a lot of that stuff kicks into place as soon as he dies. So there's probably like three people that know the actual true plan that he trusted, right? right. So then and, they have to, yeah, follow orders and then you know train the people around them. Like, hey, we're doing this Imperial Remnant. We're gonna go hide away and try to get shit set up for Palpatine's return in 35 years. Yeah, and that's what I. That's why I feel like um, Moff Gideon is closer to the top of that. Right, food chain as far as bringing Palpy back all the way down to the client where he's just playing a role you know even though we're with the Mandalorian and he does complete the task who knows how many clients there are out there trying Mm -hmm. to get people to get to this baby Yoda oh Um, yeah you know the information's out there hey we have this part code and we have like you know 30 years ago he was seen here but we have no idea you know also, how did Baby Yoda show up on that sand planet with where Kuil is? Like we, <laughs> who had him? They don't uh, really. It was that like that gang that the Mando completely obliterates when he has to go into that building, right? But why? What are they? they I, I'm assuming they didn't know who they had or what they had. Yeah, so, I don't like, even who, think they knew that there was something in. Well, I guess they knew there was something inside that chest or that that floating crib thing. But they probably didn't know yeah. it was a, a living being. They probably thought it was like some treasure. Treasure. Yeah, I don't know. There, I mean, that that is uh, definitely an obvious question. Who who was in charge and who knew? Did anybody know? You know, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. So, yes, wouldn't you agree? Wouldn't you agree? So let's let's dig into uh, why the Mandalorian as a series is so successful. Um, I was looking on, it looks like it's Yahoo, and they were suggesting The Mandalorian is a Star Wars, uh, is Star Wars that haters can love. <sighs> so, yeah, I, you know, I didn't want to read it, but it didn't, I was like, okay, uh, what, what are you saying? Long story, long story, Yoda, Baby Yoda's the, the key, and they were suggesting that Baby Yoda bridges the gap of hardcore fans, they need to know who, why, when, Baby Yoda all the way through people who are just being introduced to this where he's cute enough and baby enough that, you know, the wives could, you know, even if you don't have a nerdy wife, like, they'll, they'll, they'll be interested in watching what happens to the little baby. Like, it's, it's you know, bridges the gap. What are, what are your thoughts on, on that? Or do you think Star, the Mandalorian is doing it right across the board? Well, yeah, I mean, it has a lot of things encompassed in it. It's... It's Star Wars, but it's something new, but it's also not. I think I think as far as the fandom goes, Rogue One was accepted pretty much instantly by everybody. Really? Even at, even at, I think so. Even after episode 7, people, you know, the haters were already, you know, talking about how oh, it's just a rip off of 4, it's the same movie, blah blah blah. But then Rogue One comes around and everyone in the fandom was able to latch onto that movie. 
because it had all the all the familiar stuff from uh, the original trilogy that you wanted. Oh, there's Star Destroyers, there's the Death Star, Vader's here, Tarkin's here. It had everything that you wanted. So I think Mandalorian kind of hits that same um, hits that same line. It sounds like you're you're talking from the point the point of view of a Star Wars fan already. Like well, I'm not sure I'm not sure Rogue that, I'm not sure Rogue One is like a starting point for any type of true. Like, but I was going more off of like you said the Star Wars uh, content that even haters can love. I was mm-hmm. kind of starting with that point of view, and I think that's why. Yeah, um, I mean a lot. I mean I I would partially agree with that. Uh, I'm not sure Rogue One. I love Rogue One. Abs- it's probably top three, maybe. Yeah. Um, but I'm not sure I would even suggest that like that was loved by everybody. Obviously, a lot of people. Why Tarkin? What, he looks so bad. Like, who? What are you looking at? <laughs> yeah, but everything else, everyone was. Trust me, just well, huge boner for Star Destroyers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just put seven Star Destroyers on the screen. Everybody's going to like it. I agree with it. Let's let's use the Death Star and let's right. fuck an entire city up. Yeah. Like it's awesome. There's there's, yeah. there's some crazy good stuff in there. Yeah. Um I guess my my only concern would be the actual characters. Uh a lot of people didn't like Jin oh, Urso. They didn't like Cassian Andor. I don't care about him. Even I think I said that, you know, right up front when uh, across the first viewing I was like it it's almost nice not having to care about the main characters. Like they you know they're going to die. Right, they're means to an end, yo. Which is nice, which is yeah. very nice. And, and that's why it's like, I need more death in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, as far as people outside of the fandom getting into it, um, I think it's a good entry point. You know, it's you can sit down and watch it for 40 minutes, one episode at a time. It's a little easier than trying to figure out the chronology of Star Wars and jump into one of the movies and be like, okay, is this one the first one? And by first, we mean one or like 77 or which one does this come after? Who is this person? Is Ray in this one? It can be super confusing. Um, so it's yeah. nice to jump in. I guess on the surface level, you don't have to know the history to understand the Mandalorian. Right. It just makes it better. It just, well, I mean, you just look at it. Who's the good guy? You can see, well, Din Jaren's not particularly a good guy, but, you know, he's doing a job and obviously... The, but Baby he is Yoda. Our protagonist, Baby Yoda. We all know Baby Yoda's a good per- a good person, or at least an untainted person. And then it's easy to be like, oh yeah, stormtroopers, bad guys. Look at right. look at look how evil everybody is around the stormtroopers. Those are clearly the enemy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, you look at the uh, the movies, who's good, who's bad, who's pulling the strings, clones, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, what what does good mean? You're it's it's always it's more of a tension of who, what, when, where, why. This one's just like, no, bad guys, good guys, baby. Get it yep. fucking done. Yep. Brandon also says it does hit the Western vibe. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's one new, of my f- new feel for Star Wars. Fresh new feel. That's one thing. I will never talk shit about the the scores in, in Star Wars. But it is nice and refreshing in what they did with the Western feel in The Mandalorian. Um, mm-hmm. It didn't feel forced. You know... A lot of the Star Wars films, they make it so grand, so epic, so much, and it is great. But like sometimes it's like it's nice to just take a step back, right? And let's do some like it, it was just a really nice taste. You know, if 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 the Mandalorian didn't have the score that it had, I could probably I might feel very differently about it. Yeah, 
Well, of course, that you could say that about anything, but the Western style feel of the score puts put it, it it gives you kind of an idea of where where we stand in the Star Wars universe and what's happening. It's nice. I, I agree a thousand percent. It's very nice. It's very nice. I have I love, nothing to add. I love Star Wars scores, but it is nice <clears> to take <throat> a step back and get something different. So, um, the music sets the mood more than almost anything else. I absolutely. Feel. Who fuck fuck the quotes and the characters and all that? Honestly. Yeah. You put a child on screen and you give me a little twinkle. And it's like ah, no joke. That sounds really dumb. Put a stormtrooper on. Twinkle. Dun dun dun. Twinkle. You're like oh okay stormtrooper bad. Give me a little dinkle over here and twinkle over there. <laughs> Main character. <laughs> okay. Everybody just shut this off already. That's that's great. That's great. Um, all right, let's let's move right along. Baby Yoda says composers for the new score. Baby Yoda bridges gap. We've we fucking finished that. Um yeah. uh, small yeah. small little thing that I want to just even mention. Uh the first Cantina scene uh where Din Jaren's walking in and turning in the key fob or whatever the fob. Um <laughs> Trying to get into his apartment. Uh, after, he, after he picks up the, the sea whale blue guy. Um, he's walking into the cantina. Point being, sh- they, they were able to show the expanse of species in the cantina without making it obvious. What I mean by that, in episode four, they walk in, they sit down, and then it's literally just a camera going through and zooming in on different species Okay, Wolfman, growl now. Okay, we, we need to see the, the centipede in the back. Wave your arms. Yep. Uh, Satan, it, it, please yeah, say it, something. It's just like not a part of the actual film. It's so like, hey, look at all this scenery stuff. Okay, now let's move on. You know you're what, describing one of some Star Wars fans' like favorite scene of all time. It's so weird. It's so... Look, it's I like I like the characters. The, it's cool. It's, it's, it's very cool. But like the way they filmed it felt so separate from the actual characters and what was happening. It was just like they, they walk in, sit down, and then they span everything and zoom in on specific... And you're like, this isn't even from a character's point of view. Right. You're literally just having Wolfman growl into a camera. It's very weird. Very disconnected. What I noticed in, in this first scene is they, they do it in a way where Din is walking in, and as they do it, they just show kind of characters and species reacting to Din walking in. So it does feel connected to, but you still get to see everything that's going on. Right, but it's drawing their focus to the main yes, character. Yes, yes. It's just, it was so just the slightest little thing that I noticed. I was like, why does this feel so different and so smooth? And yeah. It's like, because they incorporated the showing <laughs> of all, all these species into what was happening right then and there. Right. Um, you know, Wolfman growling at, at a camera does not really do much for me, but... Uh, you know. Also, it's like one of the first lines in the show is Achuta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Achuta Mendo. Yeah, that's exactly it. Achuta okay. Mendo. Yep, you win. Anyone that played KOTOR is now all in on this show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That uh, that first scene is pretty cool. Um, and uh, I, I really like their, their focus on the beasts and the animals mm-hmm. in The Mandalorian. It makes it feel much more adventurous. Uh, yeah, per se, because I feel I feel like we get into the Clone Wars and the prequels. Everything's already figured out. All the species have been seen. Like it feels more complete. Mm-hmm. Now we've gotten to the point where it's like the fi- the frontier that we're, we're pushing the expanse. We don't even know what demons are under this ice. We better get <laughs> fucking going because the the walrus, the Lapras, is going to come up and eat us. So um, well, it's you're putting you're taking Manda, who's like. Uh, 
smart and experienced and thinks well on his feet, but you're putting him in planets he's never gone to. So like, mm-hmm. he doesn't know everything about every planet that there is in the fucking galaxy. We're going to experience Unlike this planet at the with Jedi him. archives where they're like, oh, we have all the knowledge that ever has been. Which is ridiculous. Just because there's a library at the arc, uh, at the Jedi count or the temple doesn't <laughs> mean archives. like Obi-Wan's read every goddamn book. I do hate that part where everything they always come across, they're like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this. <laughs> You're like, dude, what the fuck is that thing? Why would you that's, know anything? That's interesting. They didn't know much about the Gungans when they met Jar Jar for the first Why time. Why would you need to know anything about them? They, they were a hidden city. They never knew. That's true. Floppy a ears, city. big lips. That's all you need to know. There's one that doesn't shut up. Broken dialect. One was supposed to be a Sith Lord. Part Jamaican in the audiobook. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I mean, it sounds it sounds so dumb. I'm gonna I'm gonna move on from this cantina scene, but it was something that that like again, when you're rewatching it, you don't have to focus on the story. You can kind of pick a pick it apart a little more, so it's nice. Get the part. Luke is credited. I, I, I we already talked about that. Yes, we did. Um, He's yeah, credited what, what, on everything. What are your, so, what are your expectations for this second season? Uh, just really quick, while. Earlier, I know we had left a, a question unanswered, and I was going on Wikipedia to find it okay. to figure out why those mercenaries had Baby Yoda in that encampment. Okay, and it, it's not explained yet, so I'm assuming we'll they'll so either never touch it or we'll get some uh, some sort of backstory on it in the future. So what you're saying is confirmed to be unconfirmed. Maybe in uh, yes, maybe in a comic or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it just says uh, it's crazy. At that- one point, they had in their possession. The asset, which was the same species as former Jedi Grandmaster Yoda. It's crazy to think that for 50 years, this little embryo has been floating around. <laughs> and no one knew about it. Well, Honestly. Just a couple bounty hunters. You talk about where we're at, and we, we, we discuss how Baby Yoda's 50 years old. That puts him 10 years before Phantom Menace. Well, it's the child. His name is the child. Could you please call him the child, please? I'm confusing people. So the child Yoda is... <laughs> the child baby. He's been floating around. He's been in some person's hands, floating through. That that crib is indestructible. And it's got a lot of food in it or something. I was going to say, it doesn't have a feeding. Like, there's no way to feed him while he's in there. He's got, yeah, a surplus of crackers. <laughs> I don't know. Has his teeth formed? Can he have it, crackers? But isn't that crazy? Like, while we're sitting here watching Anakin Pod race, there is a 10-year-old baby Yoda floating around somewhere. Yeah. Order 66. And then there's a little rattle. Oh, what the fuck was that? We got a baby Yoda in the attic. He's playing with his he's playing with his little rattle. Don't worry about him for now. Just just leave him be. Playing whack-a-mole. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um well so again, what uh thank you for clarifying that no one knows where baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah, that we didn't I, I know I led that up super terribly. It's like, oh, so I, I think figured we got something it. out. Oh, we, we don't, don't know. an answer for this thing. It's on Wikipedia. Uh there's no answer. <laughs> That's why we're here. That's why we're here for you guys. Um, what are your expectations? Um, I know oh. we've got a lot of potential character drops. Boba, Ahsoka, Bo-Katan. We've got all all of them. Um, I think I'm going in strong with no expectations, really. <laughs> are, are, is... Let me, Will let me, I watch let, this season? Well, yes. let, me, let me ask some more specific things then. I want, and I can I, tell you why, if you want. What? So I have, like, here's my only expectation. People like Boba Fett, Sabine, uh, Ahsoka, 
they're going to be just enough for fan service, little cameo, move the plot along, and then they're out. That's my expectation. If Ahsoka is like Mando's partner for seven episodes, I'm going to get a little irritated as much as I love Ahsoka. Unless they do it well and it's great, which they that's, will. Yeah. <laughs> I guess maybe that's why I'm trying not to have expectation about the show. Is like, I hope, I expect they don't do any of these things unless they do them well, and then I will love all of them. Well, no, <laughs> that's what we always come back to. It's a good point. Like, I don't necessarily want Ahsoka for seven episodes, but if you ask me right. what I want, I want Ahsoka for seven episodes. Well, Ahsoka for nine episodes. That's true. We, we ask. Unconfirmed, confirmed. 17 episodes, nine. Yes. Um, 17, nine. So I guess more specifically, will Din Djarin drop off Baby Yoda to the Jedi by the end of the season? Well, that's what I'm very intrigued by. Uh, I don't know. And I don't know how many Jedi are left. And I don't know how many Jedi they're going to show. Because really, we got Luke and we got Ahsoka. And Cal. We don't know. Cal could have died at some point. You don't know. That's yeah. what I mean. I don't know how many, how much they're going to wrap wrap things in. Well, you know, the cool th- you know what? Oh, sorry. You know what? Just, you, you know what? What would be nice is if they did introduce another Jedi. That you know, make one up, whatever, fill in the blank. But that they had been in some sort of contact with, um, God, what's her name? Ahsoka Tano. Yes, I know Ahsoka, but they call her the child. No, the. V- 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 She's got a name. Saz Ventress. Oh my gosh. What's Ahsoka's nickname? You're, you're killing me. Snips. No, Jesus. You're terrible at life. That is her nickname. What are you no. talking about? The v- Ahsoka Tano. Oh, from Rebels. Like her code name? Yeah. Fulcrum. Fulcrum. Thank you. Um, yeah. So uh, even at that point, they might even do a Fulcrum reference. Yeah. And that that uh, the name Ahsoka is gone. Because... You don't want the name Ahsoka getting out because Vader still wrote well at this point, no. But, you know, historically, you don't want to have your real name. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I guess so. Especially if you're, uh, you know. So uh, is he going to From drop a race it, of it, super monks that's in hiding across w- the galaxy. Will the, will the child end up with the Jedi? Yes or no? Go. Uh, Not yet. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say... Maybe in season three. I'm going to say yes. And I think that the Mandalorian is going to play less of a Mandalorian role going forward. What I mean by this is he is going to drop off the child. He's going to get involved with the Jedi and or the New Republic. And not that he's going to leave the Mandalorians, but become more a part of the New Republic. Just kind of like Sabine did. Sabine, it was a Mandalorian, but, you know, her allegiance was to the Republic, not to the not to democracy. Yeah. Ooh. Um, Interesting. Let's... Yeah, I mean, I think that's going to be... I think that is going to be a big plot point at some point. Who? I, I just think it's not going to... They're not going to take Baby Yoda out of the show already. Yeah, I think it's going to get to the point where it, it'll be a nice, like... He'll still be in it. Like in season three, he he's going to be delivered, but he they're going to be doing shit with him. I don't know. So now we're splitting time following Baby Yoda's story th- versus I, following Din Djarin. Baby Yoda I, can't even talk. How are we going to follow? I do story? think that. I do think the New Republic and or slash Jedi will have Baby Yoda and Din Djarin and his 
gang of friends are going to be doing more stuff for the New Republic. Yeah. Man, Absolutely. They could, do, they could do anything. They're doing missions. They could Mission really do whatever Gadden. the fuck Gadden that they want. A lot of people want to see Gadden. How many people and who will die as far as main characters? Again, I don't know. I think we're going to have more than two seasons of this show. So I don't think all this major stuff is going to happen at the end of season two. I think we're going to have... Will Cara Dune live? I think probably. I hope so. Can't kill a smoke show. Will Carl, um, will Carl Weathers live? No, he's old. I think Carl Weathers would, would be a great... What I, for, I always forget his name. Grief Karga. Grief. I think Grief would be a great sacrifice for the second season. Yeah, I agree. Um, what was I saying? I agree. I, I would say over the course of season two, they're going to establish what state the Jedi are actually in right now. So that we, we... That way we... Well, yes, disarray, but there's a little bit of an array over here and over here and over here. So, like, we're going to get introduced to Ahsoka and then <laughs> we're going to have that stage set and then in season three, he can actually hand off Baby Yoda. Yeah. Because you can't take, you know, the second little main character out of the show right at the end of the second season. It's too quick. Mm-hmm. Yep. You heard? My my mind went uh, full pun when we said disarray. I thought of like Jar Jar introducing Ray to somebody. Uh, disarray. <laughs> Misa Jar Jar and Disarray. <laughs> very, very good. Oh, my God. We have to shut this whole thing down. <laughs> it's official. Oh, We're wow. globalists. We're globalist officials. Okay. Jesus. No, I, I'm excited. Any any other thoughts about uh, season two specifically? Disarray. Disarray. <laughs> I can't. I can't. The, uh, it, it was a nice callback. I, w- I will throw some other stuff in here, like the the carbonite callback. There was oh, yeah. some there was some stuff sprinkled in there that if you're a huge Star Wars fan, you're like, yes, yes, Bill Burr, yes, yeah. Bill Burr's character. I I didn't realize he was an ex Imperial. Yeah, true. I wasn't a stormtrooper. Wise ass. I've only watched that episode once. I don't plan on watching it again. What? <laughs> That's a lot of people's favorite episode. Boston over here. They're all supposed to come back. Really? Yeah, because remember, Mando locks him up and then mm-hmm. leaves. Yeah, so I, I think they're going to try to get some revenge on that son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, they find out he's got the child. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so season three uh, set to start production by the end of this year, or still at this point. Oh, really? Yeah. They're probably hoping to get back on track for next year then. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps. I mean, I guess, they, I guess the Mando lucked out and launches about the same time. Because it was like end of October, right, right before the holiday season started. I th- last, last year, year wasn't it November? Yeah. If it was, it was like the first week of November. I don't remember. Oh, so no. season three is right, uh, getting ready, gearing Good. up already. Good. Um. So in light me. of all the series talk, I was I was doing some Cassie Nandor research because we haven't really heard anything. I haven't even heard like them delaying what? production. I haven't heard. Storyline. I hadn't heard anything, so I did. I think they a, just started. Uh, they just started filming, right? Uh, no, I, they started filming in March or April. I I thought, and then it was delayed um, to now. But it did kind of interest me because uh, so the Cassie Nandor series is supposed to take place. They said five years before Rogue One. Cool. So I did some quick 
quick uh, knowledge-ness. Probably going to get some fulcrum action in that show, too. Cassian Andor was 26 during Rogue One at the time of his death. Okay. So we're suggesting we're going to put a 21-year-old Cassian Andor out there. And it lines How up with about... How are they going to make him look younger, though? He's an older actor. How are they going to make him look it, younger? It lines up with about the beginning of Rebels. There you go. So 21-year-old murderer, Rebels. Let's make it fun. Murderer. So we're going to get live action versions of everybody from Rebels? I don't know. I don't know. It does. I mean, the Sagarera. The Rebel characters seem very disconnected from what's actually going on. Oh, they get tied in. Yeah, later. Sagarera, they get tied in with Fulcrum and everything. Yeah. Yeah, later. But this is at the very beginning. Like, I mean, they're suggesting months before they even meet up with uh, what's his face? Sure. So. Yeah, That'd be I, cool. I I just I thought that was interesting because we it'd be nice to go back and see what casting's actually been through. Obviously, that's what we're hoping on. Oh, he's just capping people left and right. It's just give me that information. Bam, give me that information. Bam, slapping people, slapping them. Nice, nice. Started killing people when I was six years old. Murderer, you liar. <laughs> Oh, man. Can you imagine regular-ass rebels? Well, I guess you don't have to imagine it. We saw it in Rogue One. But regular-ass rebel soldiers going up against Darth Vader. Or just seeing him. Yeah, you know, that no was something... That, alive, that was something that w- it was nice to see uh, at the end of Fallen Order. That was nice to see at the end of Rogue One. You know, even, even at the status of Jedi with Cal, like... How crazy it is to come across something like a Darth Vader. And even um, Sierra at the end, she says it's him. Like all this myth about this devil dude coming around fucking everything up. He walks yep. up, kills the Inquisitor, and she's like, it's him. Because yep. Cal, Cal says, quote, like, well, that doesn't look good. And she says, it's not. It's him. We're fucked. <laughs> Run. And end quote. <laughs> Yeah, that's imagine. Uh, picture the level that that is on uh, people's minds in the galaxy. Like this myth just materialized and murdered someone in front of my face. Yeah, yeah. It's God, almost like he wa- he walks around with the Men in Black uh, <laughs> mind stunner. He was here, I think. I remember <laughs> something. Bwom. Was he here though? I don't know. <laughs> um. Force think minders. he leaves anyone left alive to even flash that would be something vader would do like kill everybody but one person tell your friends about me <laughs> <laughs> but not in much detail okay okay i got you yeah I'm picking, no pictures i'm picking up what you're putting down there go off your memory only no photos please Doth. contact my publicist vader pr at empire.gov hashtag henceforth Uh, so yeah, still murky about casting Andrew series then it's just a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if it's on track. I would assume it's behind. I don't, I don't know yeah. what they were planning on. Eh, let's just Google it. Here. I think it's super behind. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw like they started filming recently. So that probably means they restarted filming because of COVID, but it's, yeah, it's, it's just getting, getting rolling. Uh, no scheduled release date, uh, but this was posted 
uh, April, at the end of April, almost May this year. But even at that point, I'm sure nothing else has really happened. Uh, there's no scheduled release date, which is, I'm going to be honest, from the eyes of Disney, it's pretty crazy because they, they've got a lot of stuff scheduled out over the next like s- 10 years. Well, there's a lot of stuff that's not, that doesn't have hard release dates yet, like Obi Wan yeah. and the Bad Batch show. What, yeah, what's your like, thought on the Bad Batch show? I am not going to watch it, probably. See, isn't that? <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, make whatever. I mean, it'll be all right. Here's it. It could be interesting. I don't care about the Bad Batch really, Mm-mm. but if it's going to be documenting, like you know, how clones that survived are adjusting to like the Empire and all that. That'll be interesting. Like, what is... Because we don't know much about the new canon version of what happens from the clones in between episode three and four. I'm, I'm assuming a lot of them go on to be stormtroopers, but a lot of them probably don't. So it'll be interesting from that perspective. Mm-hmm. I guess they just figure all the options that you have to make new material and new shows and new animations, and I don't know why you're going with the Bad Batch. Again, Solo was fun, but you could put those <laughs> efforts into Old Republic shit. No, you can put those efforts into Solo 2. I don't know. And then Solo 3. Double the budget. Solo duo and trio. Double the budget, but now they know what the fuck they're doing. So just bring Ronnie back. <laughs> Ronnie. Bring Ron Howard back and let him, let him fucking go to town. Yeah. It was great, man. Yep. 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 More of a uh, loss of potential than, uh, you know, they're not really making. I, I would be interested, like, what actually happened with Solo? What war are they going to release? Why was it so bad? Yeah. You know? They'll let people know in like five years. Yeah, of course. There'll be some special edition of it. And they'll have like behind the scenes with the original directors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what are, what's your thoughts on uh, them actually bringing in uh, known actors? You know, and uh, not, not huge actors. You but like uh, Bill Burr was a part of it, obviously. But... Like even the um uh I forget his last name, Brian po- Poen uh was the <sighs> speeder pilot on the very first on the ice in the very first uh episode. Like he's Oh, been, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, was in the Devil's Rejects. He's done yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, noticeable people. What are your I mean, they've oh, done, it's good. Uh, Star Wars is always Star Wars has always outside of like Samuel Jackson. They've and really Adam Driver yeah, but was Adam Driver? Yeah, I had never seen him yeah. in anything. So yeah, yeah. So that's that doesn't hold up. I know what you mean though, but all the known actors are not main characters, except for I guess Pedro Pascal. But then he put a helmet on. So I lo- I was asking your your opinion. I wasn't asking you to defend it. I was just wondering. I'm up in arms about this. This will not stand. This aggression, man, will not stand. I think it's interesting because they've they've always um, yeah there's nothing wrong with they've that. always strayed away from it for the most part. Let's bring in other people, you know. I do think bringing in characters that have or bringing in actors that have done other things, you know, you have these preconceptions of other characters. Well, it's up of, to the of, actor to make the character their own, so we forget about that. Yeah, it's true. They'll it's settle true. into the role, or they won't. Yeah, I wonder how much that actually plays. I mean, if you're just making a any type of story, and even if the character does well, like it's hard to take Harrison Ford out of Star Wars for me. Like everything he does, 
I think Han Solo. I feel bad. You, you, I don't care if it's Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is Han Solo. He's just on Earth. I don't give You're a shit. You're talking about when you see Harrison Ford in other movies. Yes. So it has the opposite effect. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah from, from, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So when I see Harrison Ford in other movies, he's Han Solo. But like, you know, fill in the blank for whenever I see, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's just those the preconceptions. Like I've seen this guy before, so there is some baggage that comes with him. Regardless, I've you know he's played another character. He's done this. He's a part of this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's impossible to completely shut your brain off of. Oh yeah, this is brand new again. <laughs> it's fucking brand new again. It can be. Again, I just think that's like up to the you know the show setting the stage and the actors settling into the role. If you can. Tune out of all that stuff and just enjoy, enjoy the series. Which mm-hmm. for Mando, I was. I mean, I wasn't. Eh, I guess there was. I guess Carl Weathers had a few junk, uh, janky lines or janky deliveries. But I'm also. I mean, I've never. I know Carl Weathers. I wasn't quoting Arrested Development lines when I was watching it, though. <laughs> Maybe Carl, after the fact. Carl Weathers is in. Is in Arrested Development? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's funny. It's just it's yeah. He's washed up actor. Wow, that's cr- I would never have uh, thought that he would be in Arrested Development. It's really funny. But see, I wasn't... Mando got me settled into the zone. I wasn't really thinking about that. And then, of course, after the fact, the memes pop up. But mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Well, that's all I got for uh, Mando and all of it. Um, I'm, I'm ready, man. I'm excited I'm to ready. jump into that. Uh, we'll see what happens with the first first episode. Yes, um, sir. It's like then- 36 hours away, man. Yeah, we're, we're right around the corner. Chubs in space. Chubs. Chubs in space, exactly. Are you watching it uh, like first thing in the morning or are you going to do something like in the evening time? Uh, whatever day it comes out, yeah. Friday. I just didn't know if you were like rabid for it. You're going to see it like first thing. Like am I going to stay up Thursday night? No. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> it'll, close be, my eyes. it'll be there the, the next day there. <laughs> um, yeah, there's no, no reason. It's not going to be crazy. The only thing is, like, if you it come across could a spoiler, well be crazy. That, 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 yeah, that's exactly. worst, worst case scenario. But you know, yes, worst case leave Ontario. Your, leave your phone off until, yeah, until you see it. Worst case Ontario. So cool. Good day, Galaxy. Uh, if you want to find yeah. out the uh, other two steps of being one hundred percent douchebag, <laughs> give us an email. Get send us grams. <laughs> send us candy grams. Golden grams, candy grams, pepper grams. Mm, just like the good old grams. <laughs> Mm. thanks for listening everybody uh seriously do send us an email i know there's a lot of lurkers out there most of you are lurkers most of you are lurkers majority you've been lurking you've been listening you haven't said anything now's your time chug six beers and email us yut yut where you at even though i already know who you are (laughs) (laughs) you need to send something out there calling (laughs) lurkers out by name (laughs) yut yut and jam jam yeah i know you're lurking damn you. you Uh, good day, Galaxy. Appreciate you guys. Uh, we'll we'll touch base with you after the first episode here, and uh, we'll do it. We'll dip it. And we'll have it. <laughs>